So this bolt of lightning shot across the universe and inspired me with the idea that we have to do a podcast. And that's what I wanted to tell you. We should do a podcast. Okay, bye. I'm recording. I'm recording right now. Okay. I hit record. So welcome to Feature Creep, colon. <gasps> S- uh... uh. <laughs> <laughs> Built-in microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Semicolon. Semicolon. Um. Uh, ridiculous. What do we call them? So uh, the original topic title yeah. was nonsense company names on Amazon. So something to the extent of exploring right. the idea of company names on Amazon and so- the nonsense names that exist nowhere in like amazon i've noticed this getting worse over time yeah um where you used to be able to log into amazon or whatever and like go shopping for shit and there was there was stuff from things you already knew like companies you already knew sure yeah and now it's like amazon is full of like drop ship companies and companies that there's like no way that it's actually a company right right like this i'm looking at one right now that's a a galaxy s20 samsung phone case yes and the name of the company is o s o p h t e r osofter <laughs> yes that's not a name right there's i've got um like i just recently bought these uh these selfie stick extension rods for a project and the name of the company is, um, it's called Pergear or Pergear, P-E-R-G-E-A-R. Yeah. Um, and then there's like three different companies that make the same extension stick, right? So oh. it's like, well, which one do you get? Oh. There's no way to know until you order it. Right. The value added here is the surprise, Ned. Yes. Yes. The value adds the surprise. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's kind of crazy. You know, I look at a lot of like camera and audio gear because I I get excited about doing podcast things. And yeah, just the names, the, the sort of the like, the, 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 onslaught of different brands vying for the position of reselling you a product that probably was made in the same factory in china somewhere um right yeah you can tell because they're they're like they're the photographs sometimes aren't even photographs necessarily of like a real product like they look like they might be cgi and then you're like well i just saw that in another uh and you're like okay so this is obviously something that like a bunch of people can just buy white label and then like relabel and box and sell. Yeah. And you can't like, you can't even, you can't even tell the difference between brands that have been well-established and have been around a long time and ones that haven't. Um, and if you go into a different like ecosystem, like say if you are coming from like, especially if you're buying like sort of consumer product, like, or I should say like, a family of gear like you come from like say audio and you're mm-hmm. buying a lot of audio electronics and then you want to get into video or something but you've only done audio like it's a whole new onslaught of like new company names 
and being able to tell the difference between the ones that have been established forever and the ones that haven't are, it's difficult to know. Um, you know, there's a company called small rig that does small rig, small rig, S M A L L R I G. So like this would actually be a fun game. You just off the cuff. Like, do you think that's a nonsense company name or is that it's, it's still a nonsense company name. Do you think that's a, like a sort of, ghost brand or is that a real brand mm. just what i'm gonna like, say it's a real brand it is a real brand um but you can see how it would be difficult so small rig is like fairly new but they they make yeah. quality things and they're mm. like a real company that has a line of products and things whereas right. like this camera um this selfie stick what's it called per gear like yeah they're they don't have a brand existence at all like they don't they only have that's the only thing they make as far as i can now tell yeah um, like <clears throat> and they're not even I, the ones that that make it um, yeah they just slap a, their label on it or their name on it yeah so um yep i <laughs> and they're so unrecognized on amazon that if i type in per gear it says do you mean pet gear and then it automatically shows me a bunch of pet gear and i have to force it back to per gear and then i actually get a bunch of like odds and ends camera things and little tripod mounts and things like that. Um, sure, sure. But I just find it. It's just kind of hilarious to me. Um, yeah. Like I, the same Samsung cell phone case I found from another company. That's the letter D the letter Z uh-huh. the letter X, the letter O the letter U the letter U and the letter I. And I realized that Amazon is a global marketplace, but I don't, know that that's actually a word uh-huh. <laughs> like, right it's just some letters put together um another place that i see this happen like almost more than anywhere else is in women's clothing yeah like um if i type in black dress woman uh-huh like uh here's here's some company called Shelln, like shell with an n on the end uh huh. Okay. Here's one that's M I S S U F E. Misufi? Misufe? Here's one called Manzy. M A N S Y. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> I, it's weird because I think a lot of these, like, here's one that's D O U, capital B C Q. D O U. Do Q? Yep. Do be cute. Do be cute. Oh, oh. I don't know. And I think yeah. it's like some of these, I think here's one that's just a bunch of initials. BTFBM. Uh-huh. This is okay. so the crazy thing is like, and that's what I mean. Like you go into a different like brand space. Like you look at clothing. Like I'm just looking at the fashion hoodies and sweatshirts. I love that it's fashion hoodies. It's not hoodies anymore. It's fashion right. hoodies and sweatshirts. And, you know, you have the brands that I've at least heard of, like Billabong and Diesel. Um, But then you go into brands like Banks Journal and someone who's listening to this is like, oh, yeah, that's a well-recognized fashion brand. You know, I don't know. Yeah. P.S. by Paul Smith. Is that is that a big deal? Like, I don't know. Rick Owens. Like, is that a guy? Like, yeah. Here's one. Lion still. L-I-O-N-S-T-I-L-L. Like a bunch of these, I feel like, just come from an aggregator or a random word generator where it's like they just take words and cram them together mm-hmm. because it's it's vaguely like lion is a word and still is a word, but lion still is not a word. And for sure, it's not the name of a women's clothing company. 
right but the worst part is like i would be if someone like pushed me to it i'd be like i don't i don't know i wouldn't know know. how would i how am i supposed to know this it's unclear there's no way to know there's no way to know until it's too late until you bought it and you're like i don't think this is a real clothing company um that i think there's all kind oh here's another one yathon y-a-t-h-o-n yathon Yathon, Yathon. Uh, here's here's one. Want want do W A N T D O. What do you think that company does? Um, paper towels. Winter jackets, apparently. A lot okay, of them. Great. <laughs> right? A lot of them. <laughs> like just a lot of women's winter jackets. Many, many, <laughs> many, many, many win- winter jackets and socks. And socks, okay. Socks. <laughs> Here's one H O M E Y E E. Home ye or hom I ye or or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here's another shelm. 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 There's some crazy. There's some crazy crap on Amazon. There's there's. Speaking of crazy crap, this one you'll know what it does. CRZ yoga. Crazy yoga. <laughs> we are in the wrong business. I think we are. I think we're in the wrong business. I think we need to think about converting all of our, po- our, our, our theoretical podcast titles into Amazon product brands. Yes. And just oh and just sell the same thing. We just need to contract with like we need to basically find a manufacturer in China and be like, okay, you just whenever you have a bunch of cast off stuff that like didn't get delivered or that you know the contract fell through and you've just got a bunch of a thing, just let us uh-huh. know and then we will just whip up a brand for you and stick it on a website or stick it on a page in Amazon, like whatever it is, it'll just so be perfect. like. It'll just be some podcast title that we thought of as the brand. And then just some vague description of like gray widget thing with blobular bits on the end, like whatever the fuck, you know, great for doing the thing that you want this for. Buy it now. (laughs) Great for doing whatever you need. Yes, right. Don't think about it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't think. Just go. Just (laughs) just go. Uh, I used to know some very crazy people and their whole thing was like don't even think about it just do it and i the way that they said it was so funny that it stuck with me even though if i ran into these people again i could probably strangle them with my bare hands without flinching (laughs) that's how much i dislike them like i'm just gonna choke the air out of you now just just immediately like without being like oh oh sorry sorry i didn't realize you were breathing there sorry (laughs) sorry not sorry Oh God! But yeah, I—that was like my favorite thing. It was when it, they had—they had all these catchphrases. When oh man, it was the Turin Olympics that had all of those fucking cowbells, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Turin the, Olympics was in the in the winter time too. Like they had the it was winter sports Olympics. Yeah, and they had the yes. cowbells, and they were going. Yep, yep. Oh my God! Right. There was all kinds of like I remember one night there was a lot of alcohol consumed. Uh huh. And the the project of the evening was recording an outbound voicemail because it was back in the day when people still had voicemail on their phone and not like <clears throat> like you had to record an outgoing message and it wasn't like your everybody just had cell phones like people still had home phones right and right. um 
Oh my God. The entire fucking night just got drunker and drunker. And so the quality of the outgoing messages was (laughs) paradoxically both increasingly dissatisfactory and also like no one had the capacity to do any better. It was just a downward slide. Um, And so we, we, I say we, I was a, I was a bystander to this. I didn't ever put my voice on the fucking voicemail, but it was like, Hey, sorry, we can't come to the phone. We're watching, we're, busy watching Turin Olympics and then somebody would ring a cowbell and then it would be like, we'll call you back. But nobody was ever, the three people in this family who I was sitting in this house with, the three people responsible for the outgoing phone message, none of them were satisfied with any of the messages. And it was just like, it was hours. Of, uh-huh. We can't get to the phone. We're watching the, which, which Olympics is this? Turin, Turin, Italy, Turin. It's pronounced Turin. And it would just go on and on like that for hours. Oh, that is fantastic. Fabulous. Never got it. Never did get recorded. I mean, it got recorded, but like the the last one that was recorded was the one that stayed on the phone for a while, and it was really bad. <laughs> it was like a drunken incoherence. You know? Uh huh. Yes. Which is kind of how I feel like. Like here's another one on Amazon. M U X X N in all caps. That's got to be. That's definitely a clothing company. Muxin. I wonder if there's a way to look up brands. Like, you know how you can filter by things on Amazon? Right. Can I just look at shop by brand? Kitty. How do My I? My cat is sitting in the corner yelling. I can shop by department. Man, this is this is the new thing is to shop by brand. That's what I yeah. want. I want to shop by brand. Shop but I don't see brand. it. brand. But the brands are so ridiculous. Like, it's just, it's, (laughs) here's one. J Sungo. J, capital (laughs) J, capital S, U-N-G-O. J Sungo. That's uh, whatever it is I want it. (laughs) Yeah, well, apparently this particular item that I'm looking at is a two-pack file organizer box office document storage with lid. (laughs) Um, sometimes the descriptions are even like dumber and worse than the uh, actual supposed name of the company because they're just like every word you can think of to describe the thing over and over again yeah it's just like a like a keyword spam and yes they have they have like they also one of the products they make apparently or at least they've branded and sell on amazon is a welding helmet solar powered auto darkening yeah Here's something interesting I found. Spot on treadmill belt lubricant. Nice. <laughs> so, if you, I mean, it appears to be an actual real company, this one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, oh, here's one that's maybe not. Holic Me. Holic Me. H <laughs> O L I K M E. 16 pack silicone stretch lids. Reusable, durable, fit, different sizes, silicone covers for bowls, transparent and blue. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> So I I think about this from like, like, so this is kind of a design problem, right? Like, I mean, if you work in the design industry, you're probably at least passingly associated with branding and Mm -hmm. you're probably um, at least thinking about product design and, you know, all of these things. And like, this is, 
this is, I imagine, and then this is purely speculation, but all these brand names are driven by, um, they attempt to fill a need, right? So like somebody has this product, they're trying to sell it. And mm-hmm. so it might be as simple as it's enforced by Amazon because most of these companies like this is going to be their one place where they sell. They might also try to sell on eBay. Um, but mostly they're going to try and get their sales through Amazon. That's the big market, right? Right. So on the one hand, I'm sure Amazon requires that you have a brand to list a product. Yeah, I'm sure when you post something for sale, you have to list. Yeah. yeah. And so then I begin to wonder whether, um, and I, I know a little bit, you know, based on the little bit of connections I have with companies in China and and people that I know who do manufacturing. um, Yes. I know that English is always a struggle for that. Like oftentimes they have some employees who speak English and some who don't. And the levels of their English is always like mixed. And so they're really, the American market is a really foreign place for them because they don't, their languages our languages are so disparate, disparate. Right. Right. Um, and so I, I imagine like a lot of this, it has to do with that problem of like, it's like lost in translation. It's like, they don't even necessarily know what it means to be, to make a brand mm-hmm, or to name mm-hmm. a brand. And so yes. possibly some of these are um, just kind of like, they started out as their original product code or something. Yeah. Or like, I mean, if the, I'm sure there's like some logical explanation for all of this. Like I'm, I'm sure what you're saying makes total sense. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Like that seems to be a logical explanation for, and otherwise baffling. Right. Uh, because it's inscrutable. like, yeah, there's some companies, um, and there's a company called neat Newer, N E E W E R. They've actually, they make a lot of different things to the point where they're kind of like a discount audio video product manufacturer. Mm. Right. Um, they're a brand that I recognize only because I've seen that their products get reviews on other websites and like their oh. discussions in like in message boards and things where people are buying, like discussing about products and using, you know, goods and things like that. Um, and so I'm familiar with that particular name brand, but it is mm-hmm. funny to me because it's like, I imagine they didn't start that way. So why did they come up with that name over like, you know, some other, other company that basically, you know, sells the mm-hmm. same thing. Like I'm looking at audio cables and you can get GLS audio or you can get Niwar or any other million different brands. But those yeah. are two I'm just looking at. It's like, who, what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like there's uh there, I, my favorite one that I've found so far is, so I always try to think if there's some kind of like a phonetic issue going on here or like, and here's what I mean. I'm looking right now at a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's a, it's a 14 ring cast. It's a mold uh-huh. and it looks kind of like an ice cube tray, but instead of having cubes, it's got these little circles and the circles are silicone and you put their little wells and you pour acrylic into them and then you pop them back out and it makes acrylic jewelry for like casting resin. Yeah. Okay. For resin casting. Sure. Rings. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the name of the company that is selling it is P O R P O R B O O Y A. Poor, poor booyah. <laughs> and I'm like, so is it because you pour 
the acrylic into the silicone mold, and that's where the pour came from. And uh-huh. it's like pour, pour, but it's spelled P-O-R because language right. translation issues. Like, uh-huh. it was it phonetic? Yeah. Like, what do you... Like, it, like, you know how sometimes if you are learning to speak another language and you don't know the words really well or yeah. you don't know the exact vocabulary, you just describe around the thing? Uh-huh, yeah. Like, you, like if you're getting... Silo- it's a silicone remold. Like, you pour and you pour... And then booyah. (laughs) Like this is when I go through mental gymnastics to try and like meet the names of these companies halfway. Uh Yes, exactly. (laughs) Even though nobody's asking me to do that. Poor, poor booyah. (laughs) That one's my favorite one so far. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Yeah. Poor booyah. Um, I got to write that down in our notes so that I don't forget because that's super funny. It is really funny. Oh man, the just the oh, these these are so great. Yeah. Um, what else is there? There's just so many of them, oh, and they're all so bizarre. Oh man, no, that was incredible. I just flipped to a new page of Amazon, and the first thing that popped up. Let me describe. Let me describe it to you. Yeah. It is a person. Pointing their finger, uh-huh. like holding their finger up as if to say, aha. And all you see is like a portion of their hand with the extended finger in the aha position. Yes. And then sort of gloved over that finger is what looks like a super textured, like pink dildo attachment. Oh. It looks like, but it's a silicone baby finger toothbrush. <laughs> okay. All right. I can envision this now. Sure. Yeah. So it looks like, uh, yeah. I, and I, I didn't read because the descript- 360 degree bristle silicone baby finger toothbrush, 100% BPA free for toddlers and infants, three months and up full surround design for dot, dot, dot. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> <laughs> And then, like, and then, like, so what I searched for Uh to get all of this to pop up was silicone, because when I was shopping for silicone jar lids, um, I noticed that, like, a bunch of those companies had weird names, too. Yeah. And it kind of, like, got me thinking about these things. Um, And so when I searched for random things to discuss here today, I thought, oh, silicone was a a real adventure the other day. I also, there's also reusable silicone baking cups and premium silicone sex lube. In the same, like, <laughs> in the same, column in the same of column, items right. on yes. same page yes. on Amazon. Pot trivets. That, that shit is everywhere. <laughs> yep. Silicone letter and number resin casting molds. Uh-huh. Next to intimate lubricants. Do not confuse the two of these. Do not. Do not. Oh, what a joy. Life's such a joy. I was just thinking about um, how you could make a comparison across both the way that these um, brand names are are created and entered for single products and how um, the like a comparison with like, say, authors. So yes. um, <clears throat> another product that Amazon even originally started selling was books, right? And so you have the... Um, especially with the self-publishing world where you can 
like anyone can publish a book, which is great and fantastic. But then it's like, yes. okay, so you have all this flood of books and authors and it's like just lots of names you've never heard of. And you, yeah. there's no way to know whether that's going to be a good read till you'd read it. <laughs> you just got to go for it. Yeah. I like the self-published books that you're like, oh, this is obviously self-published because nobody went through any kind of an editorial process. At yes. All. Yeah. Yep. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of my favorite too. <laughs> and I think, um, I think that I've read a few self-published books and it's really clear that um, self-publishing, oh, there's somebody blasting music outside um there's a <laughs> uh, really happy yes yeah, i was really happy there's uh it's really clear to me that in all acts of creation um there's these kind of or in lots of industries of creation where i've worked um people often skip that one critical step so for instance um any kind of written publication of any kind, whether it's digital publication, like an internet website, or yep. it's um, even just like sort of company emails with a wider audience. Um, people oftentimes think that they're the creator, like the person who wrote it often think they're perfectly adequate to edit it. And different job, different, different job. skill set. <laughs> yeah. And then oftentimes it's like, even if they are, they don't, they'll like, uh, well, a good editor knows to like have a, a fault, like have one person over check their work, right? Like if they're mm -hmm. writing something, it's like, okay, somebody else look at this because it's important. But right. um, software design or development is a lot like that oftentimes where uh, people don't want to pay or spend the extra time it takes to go through an audit and, and basically review the code to make sure yeah. that it's actually sane. Um, yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> I think that's just kind of... Um, unfortunate that there's not better emphasis on that because it makes such a difference like you can I, be yeah yeah i was just gonna say it feels a lot of the time from my interactions with like that whole world yeah that a lot of times there's a, a huge amount of arrogance that goes with it as if like everybody else is dumb and wasting money on things like learning anything other than coding and why do we even have those people like don't they know that coding exists or like yeah. don't they know tech exists like as if as if we're all just wasting our time and the shades of the human experience that fall outside of working in tech just are completely irrelevant right right yeah yeah it's like hey you dipshits just because like being good at tech is not equivalent to being good at everything yeah Yeah. Get me started on Silicon Valley. Oh, right. <laughs> Yikes. As of this point, I'm blaming everybody in Silicon Valley for all of the world's problems. Mm -hmm. From this point going forward. Uh, what else? Um, I think there's a lot of like weird. Um, like, I wonder, I, I wonder if there's some way to actually check this stuff, like to do an analysis. Like, are the, is the instance of, fake or bizarre dropship names in women's clothing equivalent to the like rate that that happens in men's clothing. Like I want to know, I want to know, I want to know more about this, like two or three or five or 10 layers deep, you know? Yeah. Um, like what accounts for this phenomenon? Yeah. How, uh, how, you know what, actually I wonder um, if there's, 
if there's a way to just like see all brands, here we go. Yep. So <gasps> if you do a little, uh, so pardon the like sort of meta meta discussion here for our listeners, but I'm going mm-hmm. to send, we're on a video chat You guys here. can follow along while we follow do this. Along. So if you um, go to, basically if you Google brand list on Amazon, it will come up as one of the, like the top um, hits. And there's basically a search you can do that basically. So I'm looking in electronics top brands um, and there's just, a fuck ton of them um of the like fake names yeah so it's kind of um i mean there's you know there's some in there that you recognize like bose or energizer or duracell or mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know nintendo netgear has been around a long time Log- logitech but there's right. other ones like um q q game q g e e m is a brand of sort of looks like USB-C adapters, um, you know, various various cables and and card readers and things for. Um, there, there's a brand called Alun A A I L U N. They seem to mostly do things like cell phone products, like screen protectors mm. and charging cables. Um. Yeah, it's there's just there's just a lot, and then if you go into the P, I want to know when this happened because, like, I feel like even a couple of years ago, this wasn't so much of a thing. Yeah, this is definitely um, well, and I think this has to do with uh, the nature of the way that our um, our manufacturing has been entirely pushed overseas mm-hmm. and. And so you you have another so the country names stuff are not names we recognize anymore. Yeah, and a lot of the um, a lot of the sort of like product protection, where it's like you know, oh, you know, brand. For instance, like there's not as much sort of brand loyalty as there once was, um, and for good reason because there's not often a lot of times there's much incentive to do that. Plus, plus our generations are a lot poorer. So in order for us to like consume goods, they have to be at a certain price point, which means that there's incentive for people who want to scrape the money up to the top um, to manufacture shittier and shittier cost cutting measures in order to, you know, produce goods that, you know, drive the, you know, it's, that's a whole nother discussion, but that basically that (laughs) sort of that consumeristic cycle, right. Of like create something, make it disposable, make it so people really have to have it. It's like, well, we all have to have cell phones, which means we all have to have things that maybe prolong the life of our cell phone, like cases and you need chargers. And because they don't actually work that well, you need multiple and like, you know, and then because you're, you know, because you're poor, like 99% of us, you have to, you know, budget and buy things that are like with, in your reach and so you end up with this this sort of like situation where then you have all of these manufacturing companies in china where they're like oh i can do this and their cousins like you know he's making like charging cords and he's like well i can do that now they're both making charging cords and then they're both like well let's see who can sell more on amazon and now they're competing at this like rung on amazon and amazon's not um you know they're not in the business of curating their content right and so it's devolving as it becomes easier and easier for people to produce um 
produce something, a consumable, then then either you have a curated marketplace. So like, I always think about the difference between like Apple and Android, right? Like Apple for had for the longest time, like one of their iPhone situation, like their iPhone app thing was that they really curated that a bit. It wasn't Mm. the bar to make an app that could be sold and used on an iPhone was higher. And their that ecosystem was a little bit different. So you're kind of, your quality of experience was a little bit better. They had a little bit of a higher standard. Whereas yeah, early days android was like anybody can do it and then people were like great i'm 12 i can sit in my bedroom and i can make a fart app and so now there's 15 million fart apps like flooding the you know (laughs) flooding the marketplace and it's hard to find what you want because they didn't really have a handle on curating it and i think that amazon probably i mean this is again pure speculation but I'm imagining maybe that they didn't really have to do that because the entry, the barrier to entry into making goods is higher than it is into like making software at home with like, you know, your investment of tooling and things like that. But Mm. as that investment comes down and also other companies realize that it's like, Oh, there's very low consequence for a company in China to make a plastic widget that barely works. Yeah. Versus like going through the testing and engineering that happened that needs to happen for a product that in theory would be slightly better. Um, Like, you know, again, I don't even want to get into the like the design of obsolescence and the whole point of like, you know, companies making purposeful decisions to make things that break so that people have to buy new ones. Um, Just setting that aside, we're just talking about companies where it's like now in China and they're also their wealth has grown so much that so more and more people can be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to invest a little bit of my play money in, you know, making fucking screen protectors and see if I can make a little more money. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so I just imagine that it's like, you know, looking at just the P section of the electronics brands, it's, it's easily like thousands of entries Um, just under power. You've got uh, power 2000 power, a power acoustic power, AD power assemblies, power balance, power bank, power, bright power gear, power map, power max, power on demand, et cetera, et cetera. Like power sonic, power smart, power stop, power strips. Like it's just, (laughs) it's like, Oh, somebody's like great power brand go. And then, you know, you've got, um, and it's obviously like, there's some overlap probably in the nature of software where it's like, maybe some of these are all one brand and someone filled out the form wrong. And so that, you know, our Amazon's listing the brand multiple ways in slightly different spellings, whatever. But that's kind of, you know, also kind of proves my point, right. Is that it's like, there's no real rhyme or reason. um, And they haven't had to do that because until recently there wasn't as much competition for goods. It was like, Amazon was just like, Hey, here's all of the things we have in this space. And then manufacturers are like, great, I'm going to sell my batteries there. And there were like probably the like top, you know, five, whatever battery, battery manufacturers. And now yep. it's like the, the company that was making batteries in China, they would sell batteries. They had to sell to one of like the one company that makes all the batteries had to sell to like the five top branders, right? Because those yeah. were the outlets to sell them in America where your market yeah. is. But now you're like, Oh, I don't need that middleman weird brand situation. I can just go straight to the consumer directly through marketplaces like Amazon. Right. And so now they're starting to wise up and be like, I don't need you fucking, you know, middleman America, like people that you guys yep. put us in the situation in the first place. Cause you're the ones who sold all your manufacturing overseas in the first place. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. it's, 
and so they're just like, fuck it, I can make that. And then they're next door neighbor because things are different in China where it's like, there's not as much policing of like intellectual property there. There's no like, you know, if they see it and they think they can make it, they can make it and then they can sell it. And that's why you get products that are like pale in comparison to the final, the original, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because as the consumer, all I've got is a photograph to look at. And since I'm only paying a buck 50 for it in the first place, when it shows up, it's cheaper to throw it away than it is to even deal with spending the 20 minutes it takes to get a hold of Amazon to complain about the problem in the first place. Yep. So, yeah. And I bet Amazon wouldn't do anything to be like, you need to contact the seller. Uh, I mean, in my experience, that's not the case. I'm definitely, I really, Oh yeah. Like I, I've bought from Amazon for a long time and I've always found that I, if I complain and say, Hey, this product sucks balls, then they at least refund me and replace, you know, is that, is that the key phrase to get it done? It sucks balls, sucks balls. Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. You heard Um, it here. If you want to get something done, you just show up and you say, Hey, this sucks balls. Yeah, exactly. I would love to, you know, I would love to be able to show up at like, the school that's not open for the children I don't have when they're not getting in trouble because they don't exist and tell the teacher like, Uh you suck balls. That's why. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Now I'm thinking about how my family is homeschooling children. Oh, nervous. A lot of families are homeschooling children. I think it's going to be, can I buy homeschooling on Amazon? (laughs) I mean, maybe a little bit i'm actually gonna check i'm gonna look up homeschooling i just found a brand that tickles me and it has one product and it is called where did it go it's called phase amatic p-h-a-s-e dash a dash m-a-t-i-c phase amatic and phase amatic <laughs> is literally just <laughs> It's one product. It's probably a perfectly good product. It costs $284 and oh. it's a phase converter. It's for doing, you know, uh, it's for converting phase, you know, AC phase um, as one does. Like, <laughs> like you're talking about like electrics. Electric, yeah. Electri- electrical elect- power. Like f- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally like, um, it's basically just like you put in three phase and you get out two phase is my understanding. Um, huh. Yeah, or wait, it's three phase to five phase? That can't be right. No, that's oh that's the unit size. Lies. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's um it's it's single phase AC to two phase AC, right. Uh or well There's... two phase AC to three phase AC, but whatever. Anyway. Um it's fantastic. It's just the name of it is fantastic because it's just like I don't know. I just appreciate I, I love the like omatic extension on things. Like we should definitely make a product that's like podcast omatic. Um, yeah, I really like that kind of like sensibility because it just sort of like <laughs> it it kind of brings it into the future, right? Like yep. if you have the omatic at the at the end of it. Yeah, um, it's like if you totally putting omatic at the end of anything instantly makes it futuristic. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Like, I think everything in that episode of the Jetsons that I was really mad about had Omatic at the end of it. Yes, it did. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, as you were justifiably really mad at. Oh, it's so yeah. I, I, I typed in homeschooling on Amazon and uh-huh. I just want to voice a design complaint now that I'm staring at a bunch of resources for people who homeschool their children. Yeah. 
uh, a lot, like an overwhelming and irritating number of these books use the same flowery script for the font as like mommy bloggers use on the headliner of their blogs. And that that crossover makes me really uncomfortable with the quality of the education. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that. Oh my goodness. Our whole nation is being homeschooled right now and nobody has a f- it's, fucking clue. It is a little terrifying. Um I need to die before I get old because I'm not going to let the people who are being raised right now be responsible for me in my old age. That's a fair point. Yeah, I just Fuck. I'm actually a little terrified of that. Um that we should maybe do a podcast on idiocracy because there's there's a certain level of like it's it you know in that premise there it they talk about like their in the movie their correlation is like genetics and intelligence um and i don't think that's the case i think the problem isn't that smart people like like quote smart people like what does that even mean like i the problem mm-hmm. i have right now is ignorance and ignorance can be fixed it's not something mm-hmm. to be ashamed of the problem is is that it's um it's like proud ignorance like people are proud of their ignorance There's, yeah that's really dumb it's that's the terrifying part is that people are like proud of the fact that they don't know things and that they don't care about it and they don't need to know about it and it's like yep. nope i'm proud of like i'm proud of this i'm proud of like my my like terrible bigotry and ignorance and how it's great for me Um, and it's not, and that's weird to me. Like I, there's a lot of, like, I don't understand watching people just like hurt themselves, like just, you know, and be (laughs) proud of it. You know, it's like, I'm going to just go out there and do this thing. That's absolutely against everything that I want and need in my life because I've decided that I, someone told me that it is good for me and I'm and I, it must be. Um, you know, like, uh, Sarah, Sarah Silverman did that show. Um, I heard America and she'd like interviewed that family. Um, and like, they were talking about how, like the big thing was how they were just really, they really didn't like welfare. Like they didn't want people, they didn't like people on welfare and they thought it wasn't fair that like these people were getting free money and how they like were on these, in these welfare systems and all of this stuff. And then, and then she was asking about their situation and they're like, Oh, well we, you know, we use, like they were welfare. Like they got, um, you know, they were on food stamps and they had mm-hmm. like healthcare and all these things. And it was all from the state and like, you know, and, the, and they weren't making the connection that those things were the same thing. Like they were just like, no, that's not, that's not it. Like I, you know, no, 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 that's not what we do. That's what other people do. Like, you know, it's just like, what are you talking about? And the the sad thing is like, so she did this and it wasn't, I also really like Sarah Silverman because she wasn't trying to make them look bad. Like there are shows like the daily show where they interview people and it's like, they just kind of highlight the idiocy and it's kind of a little bit yeah. funny to laugh at, laugh at, I suppose. But Sarah Silverman went there and like made real friend bonds with these people and like, like highlighted what kind normal human beings they are. And, you know, she wasn't pointing out their, ignorance to shame them it was to point out that like why is there this ignorance in our country in the first place like why is it yeah like why is there such a disconnect in education about the nature of reality and why are they um 
you know, why does someone see reality one way and another person doesn't, you know, and someone else sees it differently? I imagine like a lot of people who I talk to, not a lot of people, but there's plenty of people I know who I talk to where it's like, they must think I'm insane. They're like, the world doesn't work that way. And yet I, from my point of view, I'm like, but I spend a lot of time and effort validating it because that's the only way I know it to be real. Like, I don't want it to be this way. Yeah. I'm not here telling you what the way that I want the world to be. I'm like, no, I just, every time I've evaluated it, the, you know, the testing of it, like I keep trying to test this hypothesis. I'm like, turns out that, you know, desktops are hard and it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, eventually you pound on it enough. You're like, well, it really is. It stands up to all of that, except I use that for lots of things, right? Like, you know, the way people are, the way the government works, the way our current society works. I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah. <clears throat> rant, rant over for now, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't know that we've talked about it on the podcast. I did notice that um, we've moved our culture and our, our like methods of communication away from face to face and more to like digital. And yeah. A lot of that, I think it was very insidious when like Facebook and Instagram showed up because they allow people to paint a picture of their lives and things that are happening <clears throat> that aren't actually true. Um, people, I mean, the Instagram effect is like for sure a thing where people make their lives look better than they actually fucking are. Yeah. Um, no, and it's then they depressing. rub everybody's face in it. It's yeah. super depressing. <clears throat> and so like we got preconditioned before COVID to living this like sort of ersatz online existence that is not reflective of how the world actually is. And it's not reflective of how our individual lives are going. And um, And then COVID happened and we have all sorts of civil unrest and... Uh, and that's fine and justifiable. And we have um, all kinds of people isolated into bubbles. And what I find most concerning about this is that eventually at some point people make real world decisions off of the fake world that they see online and then carry those decisions out with real world actions that don't match up with what's going on in the real world because the actions that people take are a result of the thought process they went through after seeing something online that isn't representative of something in the real world. Um, like conspiracy theories are like this all the time. Like Mm -hmm. that fucking asshole who showed up at a pizza place to like shoot people who were like trafficking children. There's no kids here. There's no sex ring. And now a real person with a real gun showed up at a real pizza place. Like you can't see that coming. Right. Right. Those poor people at some pizza place weren't like, well, now we have to prepare for a psycho to show up here with a gun because of the kids were not molesting in the basement, even though there was some dumb online rumor about it. And it's like, this is where it actually matters that people are getting misinformation because people do real things with fake information that have real consequences that don't make any sense and can be very harmful. Yeah. And that's, that's sad. So let this be a lesson. If you think even briefly about 
listing a product on Amazon's marketplace. <laughs> yes, right. If you use a name that's not not totally coherent to the, to the casual American observer, we're going to talk about it on the internet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> we're going to relate it somehow to fake child prostitution rings and right. <laughs> I don't know what that does for your business, but Uh-huh. Just know it's a risk now. <laughs> right, right. I found another um uh so like another prefix prefix uh, that is common in the in the world of um of nonsense <laughs> manufacturing names. And the funny thing is as I go through this, like there will probably be one or two of these that are actually real. Like mm-hmm. um but best is a big prefix, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like best access systems, best brass, best buy is a real company, best buy exclusive edition, best care LLC, best case, best choice products, best compu, best connection, best connectivity, mm-hmm. best creation, best data, best data production inc, etc. etc. Best kit, best kits, um, best laminating. Oh, <laughs> best oh. print, best quality, best welds. Best eShop, best right, <laughs> best air, best and, bestar, oh God, best drop, best duplicator, best easy. Anyway, it just goes on and on and on. Um, <laughs> best keys, best Kong, best link, best Mars, best media, best office. So I'm just thinking about um, kind of to go back a little bit about what we were talking about. And I'm just thinking about how um, this, when I can see them all laid out like this, it's, it becomes more obvious why this is happening. Mm -hmm. Like why this is our experience as like, Mm -hmm. as shopping on Amazon. Um, Because you just have all of these uh, companies vying for, you know, some tiny little market share of a particular space. Yeah, um, and they all reiterate on the same thing. This is like we're back to that reiterator thing. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um <clears throat> like, well, this guy, this company over here sold something successfully with the name best in their title, so we're going to just Yeah. Do the same, right? Exactly. Now. Yeah, like there's a company called Lens Baby and they Lens Baby. Yeah. <laughs> And they just make a bunch of different lens products, like for, you know, for cameras. Um, Yeah. And it's just kind of really interesting. Like, it's just, you know, it's just like lens cleaners and lens filters and lens adapters and lens cases. and Yeah. um, Lens baby. Lens baby. You know, well, I always shop at lens baby. Oh, really? Interesting. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I got a weird cryptic phone call. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of a podcast. That's not allowed. Yeah, that's not allowed. I don't know if it's like <clears throat> I don't know what this is about. Hmm. Huh. Well, um well. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um there's another thing on Amazon. I don't recall if we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's it's this hilarious phenomenon where people um sort of post weird funny or like literary reviews of products yeah yeah and and some of the products have become like sort of infamous as a result like 
I looked for it and I don't see it here now, but Amazon used to sell something called Tuscan whole milk, one gallon, 128 fluid ounces. And the reviews for that jug of whole milk were absolutely hilarious. Uh huh. Like they, there were a bunch of people who wrote these like stories that included Tuscan whole milk. Like the Tuscan whole milk was sort of this uh, arbitrary object that was included in the story or yeah um people wrote like really complicated stanzas of poetry uh-huh um and it's like this whole subculture on amazon of people leaving like yeah i've actually i so my friend amber bought me a t-shirt one year for my mm-hmm. birthday and it was the famous three wolf moon shirt which was yeah. which is one of those products where um the review it has all of these reviews and they're just they're just like mythical stories of like what what powers the shirt conveys and why it's so amazing and like it's yes it is this sort of ridiculous shirt because if you're not familiar with this it's worth looking up um but it's basically like a kind of um tie-dyed print so it's got like a big a big moon and three wolves howling at it like the heads of three wolves howling at it and it's it's sort of they're they're photorealistic the wolf like they're probably taken from a photo but they're also not um it's a composed photo right so it's like a photoshopped like they're all put together in a kind of like those old olin mills photos yeah yeah and this is definitely the kind of shirt that um i think people of our generation would have gotten for christmas or our birthday when we were kids that some adult saw and was like oh ned's into wolves i'm gonna get him this wolf t-shirt because they're at like some like um you know uh like swap meet where there's like a t-shirt print seller and they've got like you know buy 15 shirts for 15 dollars or something and they need to get one more for their pack like they could own they bought all 14 of the white like dress shirts or whatever that they normally wear or like the undershirts that they normally wear they're like oh i got an extra one look that's what ned would wear and then they give me this like oversized like ridiculous three wolf moon shirt that's like you know um and I might or might not have worn it to school thinking it was awesome. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Three Wolf Moon, uh, that's a popular one. Um, I mean, they've since capitalized on its popularity, and now you can buy it. You can get a version of it where the moon has the American flag overlaid on it, which is just like, <laughs> yeah. come on, guys. Um, <sighs> yeah. I I like one of the reviews for this Three Wolf shirt. Yeah. Um, like... I the the subgenre of clever titles for reviews is a whole other layer of Amazon. Uh-huh. But um so this one Mellow Mel left this review that 683 people found helpful. Career development fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Reviewed in the United States on June 24th, 2017. Received this t-shirt just in time for my job interview. After seeing my awesome attire, the interviewing manager offered me his job. Of course, I accepted. I asked what he was going to do now. He said he would like to post for the position that I had come in to interview for. I told him that he was not qualified, but I did wish him well in his future endeavors. (laughs) (laughs) This one, 510 people found this helpful. It's like a redneck magical pumpkin that doesn't end at 12 (laughs) a.m. 
<laughs> Once I apply the magical wolves fabric to my chest, my mullet grew like Odin's beard, my rusted T-top firebird turned sweet candy apple red, and my white snake tape started playing its body-moving melodies once again. God, life is good. Oh, so good. <laughs> uh, here's Ryan F. Five stars. Effects may vary based on the phases of the moon. Uh-huh. Bought this t-shirt as part of my Halloween costume. My best hopes were that it delivered the promise of turning me into a wolf. If not, I figured I'd still have a bitchin' shirt to wear to the Halloween party. Instead, I was transformed into a disappointed golden retriever. On the bright side, I got a bunch of belly rubs from attractive women. (laughs) Oh, man. Somebody else wrote, sometimes the wolves leave the shirt and poop all over the house. (laughs) God. So good. And then, Uh of course, like, I am pretty sure that we talked about this one, but there's the... The infamous um, sugar-free gummy bears that make you shit fire. And yes. the reviews there are like the most amazing compositions in the English language. <laughs> so descriptive. Yeah. The experience of shitting fire through your asshole. I think that's something kind of amazing about the Amazon ecosystem that there is this whole community of like that have like subverted the original idea of like what it is to review a product um, and like built up around like, you know, for instance, the, like the gummy bears or the three wolf moon shirt. um, It's just, it, it's hilarious to me because like the people who've left these reviews, um, those reviews are like, like some of them are really long. Yes. Just really, really long and well thought out. Yeah. They're like, super long compositions and like they the wordsmithing is totally yep. amazing i mean it's just great yeah like some of these are so great yeah um i was trying to see if i could find a couple more really quickly that were funny but i'm not it takes a little while to get into the subculture yeah like one thing i did well it's irritating that i can't find the tuscan whole milk because that one was super funny and then a bunch of the people who left reviews on that product also left other reviews so if you go into their profiles you can read their other product reviews yes and then you hit like the treasure trove because this is obviously a thing that some people do on purpose like uh-huh. yes yeah you know yep. i don't even know if they're verified buyers or not but i'll have to scrounge some up and do a, a episode number two where i actually have some prepared yeah that would be fun i think we should do that well do you have a um a tip for living well in hell oh my god i don't know i guess like this probably amazon is like super hyper convenient but it also erodes the fabric of our society and so i guess my tip for living well is to like if you can buy stuff in your own neighborhood and you don't have to go online to get it i think that you should do that i just think it's as we saw earlier this year with the national and international supply chain if you rely on stuff that's made really far away to magically appear at your door within a two-hour or two-day period um you're at some point going to run out of shit because uh, you're going to run into some kind of a natural logistical problem that cannot be overcome in the amount of time specified. And on a large enough scale, when you extrapolate this to food and toilet paper, 
and all other kinds of things, um, it falls apart really quickly. And so buying in your own neighborhood means that even if shit goes south somewhere else, at least you and the system that you and your neighbors and the people you live with have in place will continue to function to some extent. Um, and you're also able to organize mutual aid that way better, which is like, you've got a thing, I need a thing, let's talk, as opposed to, why don't you just spend a bunch of money to a faceless website and expect your shit to show up two days later? So I don't know. I <clears throat> I think buying stuff online is a is a double-edged sword, and one side of that, ed- one edge is way sharper than the other. <laughs> yes. Like, I think I think we're giving up a lot more than we think we're getting. We just don't see it yet. <laughs> right. At this point, we're cutting with the dull edge, and the really sharp one is just shredding us to bits. Yeah, um, it's just we've hacked our own faces off. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I Buy local. That's buy my local. tip for living well in hell. Buy yes. local and yep. know the people who are fucking selling you shit. And like, what's really important with all this stuff, too, is the relationships. It's not the stuff. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, I think... Um, and Your survival doesn't revol- re- depend on, on stuff. It depends on relationships. Yeah. That's, that's the trick here. Yeah. And I also think, like, you know you can do this at various levels. Like one of the things that immediately pops into my head is like thinking about, um, think about your shopping habits. It's like, what are you actually shopping for? Are you shopping for something you need right now? And Mm -hmm. you're just like doing this thing. And like, you know, maybe you need to reconsider your life if that's the situation. But, um, (laughs) if you are like having a moment to be considering, like to consider what you're shopping for, like you can, you can also consider where you're buying it. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then you weigh that personally for yourself, like against the cost of like what, you know, what you can afford and what you need and why you're getting it. And if you're buying like gifts, for instance, like Etsy is an amazing place where you can buy from people yes. who are here next your neighbors and your, you know, and or like you're saying, like if you can buy locally, amazing, like you can go to a shop, you can go down the street. Um, obviously, in pandemic times, that's modulated a little bit, but, um, you know. Uh, it's it's Just at least worth take, considering if it's not something yeah, you even take think the about. precautions if you are not in like a super high risk group take the precautions wash your hands wear a mask fucking be careful don't get too close to other people yes don't like sing or yell around right. other people like yeah. don't project your voice yeah and you're gonna be okay like it's gonna be okay i just the this is the situation we're in logistically with the the pandemic is really unfortunate because it's exacerbating existing fractures in our society and making the the distance between us and other people way worse yeah um and way crazier it's just crazy because nobody's accountable to each other to our faces at this point there's a lot again what i was saying earlier you can get away with a lot behind the anonymity of a computer screen and a keyboard that I like, I don't know what the batting average is here, but for every shit talker on the internet, there's way fewer than one shit talker who shows up in real life to back it up. Mm -hmm. And so we've become like incredibly hostile and I just don't think it's going to work out very well. So that's my advice. Get to know people around you and foster the relationships with them and buy local Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, today's yet another day that Jeff Bezos is not going to solve world hunger, even though that's really reductivist and it's not that simple. But do you really like why keep rewarding those people? Right. Right. Yeah. Jerks. Jerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> hey, Jeff Bezos, your internet site is full of things that don't make sense. And also there's somebody with a guillotine outside of your house. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, on that note. On that note. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Oh, um, please feel free to contact us. We have yes. uh, a website which is fcbm.io so you can just talk that in the googler talk that drop that in the googler pop googler. it up the googler or duckduckgo if you're uh you know kind of thinking about those kinds of things um, i use duckduckgo yeah me too um so uh you anyway you go to our website we've got a, an about page we've got a contact page you can get our emails from there but if you want to just know the email right now it's our executive assistant dana d-a-n-a at fcbm.io if you send an email to that address she will make sure you get a hold of the person that you'd like to yell at or complain to or send us praise or whatever send us whatever yeah, you feel like you can send us praise you can send us funny amazon reviews that you've read i would yeah. love to read those if you have criticism Criticisms, you can just keep it to yourself. Yeah. No, please. I, I don't care. You can criticize me. Y you it's can. Fine. Well, that's why we have Dana. She will take care of all of that. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. So she will carefully craft your angry message into words that will not offend us. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dana will censor you. No, she won't. Maybe no. she will. I don't know. Yeah. You'll have to talk to Dana who you can email again. <laughs> Dana. <laughs> <laughs> sorry um anyway yeah please do feel free to reach out to us i think we're also on twitter um i think we keep that account set to notify us so if you find us on twitter fcbm underscore io i believe so yeah yeah anyway okay thanks for listening okay bye